today on Transforming Stay in Life. the devil's lap and expect to, to get victory. But you know, in spite of that, the Bible tells us that Samson, even though his eyes were plucked out, he was put in the dark. Welcome to Transforming Lives, a media ministry of Harvest Intercontinental Church in Alexandria, Virginia. Harvest Intercontinental Church, Virginia is a multicultural, missions-oriented, disciple-making church with the purpose of sharing the gospel with as many people as possible in the Northern Virginia area and around the world. Please join Reverend Obadiah Swen for today's message. Megiddo was a friend. He had a 300 people, uh, men. He had talked to them, but he was still a friend. And so God said to him in, in uh, uh, um, uh, uh, um, chapter 7, God said, if you are still afraid, go to the camp of the Midianites and listen to what they are saying. Say listen to what they are saying. So Gideon and his servant went to the camp, and as they came to the camp, right before the, the changing of shift, they overheard another man, uh, one of the soldiers, talking to his friend and telling his friend, I had a dream last night. And in my dream, there was like a bull that came, and it came towards the tent, and they hit the tent, and the tent fell out, fell down, and it, it, it began to, 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 to uh, uh, throw the other tents down. And then the friend interpreted the dream as saying, oh, that is nothing else than the sword of Gideon. So Gideon, who was afraid now, went to the camp and he listened to what the enemies were saying about him. Oh, God gives victory. The power of the Holy Spirit brings victory. The Bible says when Gideon heard that, he went back to his camp and he told the people, the 300 men, he said, he divided them into three components and he said to them, listen to me and do what I do. And he told them, he said, when I blow the trumpet, each one of you will have a, a touch in your hand and you will break the glass, I mean the, the shield over the touch and lift up the, the touch and then we'll shout the, the sword of Gideon and the Lord, and then we we'll go we 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 get against the uh, the Mennonites, and the Bible says all three of them, the, uh, the three hundred of them, they surrounded the Mennonites, and Gideon shouted, he burst his pitcher, he lifted up the light. They're not fighting, and the Bible says that the Mennonites got afraid, and they turned on each other and destroyed one another. And Gideon and the children of Israel had victory. Say victory. What was the difference concerning the victory of Gideon? In Gideon chapter 6 verse 34, the Spirit of the Lord came upon Gideon. Say the Spirit of the Lord. Whenever the Spirit of the Lord is upon, there is victory. Second thing that we want to show you concerning the Spirit of the Lord also brings deliverance. Say deliverance. The Bible tells us about another person, um, Samson. Now, this for Samson's life, 
we need to be uh, um, concerned about it. Samson was was, was, was a prophet, uh, um, prophetic child who God gave to his mom, uh, his, 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 his parents, because they were barren. God prophesied a child and prophesied something as a deliverer for Israel. So the, the word, the prophetic word, the destiny of Samson was for Samson to bring deliverance to the children of Israel. Amen. But Samson had a fault. Samson, when he grew up, he was anointed. The Spirit of God was upon his life. And Samson was, he, God gave him supernatural strength. And he brought a lot of deliverance, but he had a weakness. Samson was not committed. He was, he was, uh, he was not uh, 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 morally uh, uh, um, stable. He was always getting into things and playing around the edges of things. And because of that, we know the story of Samson. Samson ended up, end up losing his eyes, and he ended up losing his own life because Samson was always playing around with the Philistines and playing around with the anointing of God. And instead of obeying the word of God and following the precepts of the word of God in his life, he played around it. And one of the things that I want to show you about, about Samson, the Bible tells us that when Samson, um, so many times he, 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 he was able to defeat the Philistine and, you know, through supernatural strength and the spirit of God came upon him and he was able to do it. In fact, in one time in, in uh, uh, um, Judges chapter 15, the Bible says the spirit of the Lord came upon him and Samson used uh, 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 um, uh, um, his bare hands to kill a lion. Amen. And then on, on another time, the Spirit of God came upon him. He used the, the jawbone of the uh, of a donkey to kill a thousand Philistines. Amen. So God used him mightily. But Philip, one of the, the things is that uh, that something uh, uh, um, had a deficiency is, is that he was um, he had an eye for foreign women. Okay, he had an eye for women. He had an eye for um, he allowed the beauty of women and the beauty of the Philistine women to lure him into uh, uh, idolatry, or lure him into uh, um, different things in order for her. And that it was the it was one of the Philistine ladies, Delilah, who lured him to get the, the the secret of his strength, and he ended up he ended up losing his eyes. I mean, you need to understand something: the spirit of God comes upon us, but the Spirit of God comes upon us not for us to be careless with the anointing of God upon our life. Not for us to be loose in our walk with God. Not for us to, to disobey God and to, and, to, and to not take seriously the grace of God upon our lives. The Spirit of God is there. The power of God is there. And sometimes even when God is doing things, even with our fault, God can do things and minister to people, but that, that, that is not a license for us to live in sin. That is not a license for us to be loose. That is not a license for us to live our life just any kind of way. It is important for us to obey God. Amen? And so it, I, I want us to understand that whenever God gave us His anointing and, and His power, we, there are conditions we have to cultivate that relationship with the Holy Spirit in order for us to pursue God 
to the end and fulfill our destiny. Samson ended up dying because he played around with the anointing. He could have done great things, amen, for the, for the children of Israel, but he played around with the anointing. Amen. And so we need to uh, uh, understand that and, 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 and know that we, we, we cannot play around with the anointing because the Bible tells us that when he finally told Delilah after the Bible says that she pressed him, amen, over and over she pressed him, you know, uh, um, and finally when he told Delilah, the Bible says that when, when the Philistine came, he said, I will go uh, 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 um, against the Philistine and I will shake myself. And this time when he shook himself, the Bible says he did not know that the Spirit of God had left him. Why did the Spirit of God leave something? Because of disobedience. Amen? Because he played with the anointing. Okay? Because he, 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 he quenched the Spirit. The Spirit of God was upon his life for a particular reason. Now you need to understand that it was not something here. Even though the cut is hair, but it was not his hair that caused the anointing. Amen. They, 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 his hair was for obedience, for him to follow God. Amen. And when, when God said to him, don't cut your hair, it was to show how he will obey God. But he played around with the anointing. Amen. And if you read uh, um, uh, um, Judges, you will see how... He was telling, oh, if you tie my hair, if you comb my hair, if you do this. He was playing around with the anointing. You don't play in the devil's lap and expect to, to get victory. But you know, in spite of that, the Bible tells us that Samson, even though his eyes were plucked out, he was put in the dungeon, um, but he, he began to, his hair began to grow again. And, and, and do, towards the end of his life, when they brought him up to, 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 to mock him, he said to God, God, please, look at me. Have mercy on me and let me die with the Philistine. And God granted him and brought mighty deliverance. Amen. So God is still faithful, but we need to be careful not to die quickly or die before our own time because of our, our own uh, um, disobedience. Amen. Samson lost his eyes. The devil wants to take away your sight, your vision. Amen. And you need to pay attention. You need to be careful. With the anointing of God upon your life, you need to make sure that, that you don't allow uh, um, the devil to take away your sight. You don't allow the devil to, to, to lure you and to deceive you into uh, 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 downplaying the things of God. You need to trust God and allow God to work in and through you. Amen? Hallelujah. The third uh, uh, reason for the power of the Holy Spirit is that the Spirit of God, the power of God, is given for specific tasks. Now, we talked some of that, about that uh, um, the last time we ministered. Amen? God, the Spirit of God comes upon people for specific tasks. And God does it in every area of life. Amen? In every aspect. As a, as a minister, God, will, the Spirit of God comes upon you in order for, to enable you to do what you, as an accountant, as a uh, um, uh, 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 doctor, nurse, a lawyer, or whatever, or homemaker, amen, the Spirit of God comes upon you in order to make you effective, 
Amen. And God comes upon us to do different things. Amen. In fact, Jesus said, the Spirit of the Lord is upon me, you know, because he has anointed me to preach the gospel, to heal the sick, to deliver the captives, to, to, to uh, um, cleanse the level, to declare the, 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 the year of God's favor. The Spirit of God is, comes upon us in order to enable us to do that which God has called us to. Jesus said in, to, to the disciples and to us, he said, you shall receive power after the Holy Spirit comes upon you. That word power is the word dunamis. It's the same word that we get our word dynamite from. Amen. We know dynamite is a, it's an explosive thing. Amen. It's an, uh, like a bomb, an explosion. Amen. But it's the same thing. When the power of God comes upon our lives, he enables us to do that which God wants us to do. Amen. And the Spirit of God comes upon us to do specific tasks. As children of God, we have a promise from Jesus that the Spirit of God will come. You have a right to the Spirit of God because God sent. He is the promise of the Father. And Jesus promised you as a child of God, if you have accepted Jesus as your Lord and Savior, you will be baptized with the Holy Spirit. You can trust Him. You can ask Him. You see, in the Old Testament... The believers couldn't ask and beg and say, Lord, send your Holy Spirit upon me. God did it sovereignly, and he did it because of those who he wanted to anoint. But in the New Testament, we can claim the promises because it's a covenant right. Jesus has already given us the Holy Spirit. Say amen. Say amen. amen. Hallelujah. And every born-again believer have a right to the Holy Spirit. We can ask the, the, um, the Spirit of God to come upon our lives and fill our lives so that we can experience the grace and the power of God. Amen. Another person who, uh, uh, um, um, so to speak, took advantage or, or downplayed the power of the Holy Spirit in their lives was um, King Saul. Okay. Um, when Saul was anointed king, the Bible says the Spirit of God came upon him. And Saul became another man. Amen. There was a transformation in this man's life. Amen. God um, came upon him, anointed him as king, and wanted to use him to, to bring about victory to the children of Israel. And for a few times, he did that until David showed up. And then Saul got jealous of David's anointing. Now, this is something that uh, uh, is not part of my notes, but I want to just mention you see, you, you should never come to the place in your walk with God that you begin to envy another believer or other people for what God has, is doing in their lives. Every one of us have been equipped to do what God called us to do. Amen. The Bible calls us the body of Christ. Amen. And just like the, your natural body, you have different members. And every one of those members in your body they function differently. Amen. And every one of them is important. Amen. So don't come to the place where you begin to envy. And that's one of the things that, that is so, so sad about Saul's life. Is that for more than 30 years or, or 13 years, so to speak, Saul focused his life on trying to get rid of David. And because of that, he could not... Um, rule the, 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 uh, um, um, the nation properly because his entire focus was because of jealousy just because when because David killed Goliath 
the women began to sing that David killed his 10,000 and saw his thousand, Saul became jealous. Hello? Saul has a special gift, but he allowed jealousy and envy to, 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 to rob his life. You see, the devil knows if he can't get you to sin, he will use other things. He will bring all kinds of deception. So you need to guide your heart. And you need to be confident in who God has made you and the purpose that God has for your life. And if you are the hand, be the best hand you can be. If you are the eye, be the best eye you can be. If you are the foot, be the best foot you can be. If you are the heart, be the best heart you can be. Be the best that you can be that God has given you and not try to be something else. Can you imagine my eye saying that I don't like to be an eye, I want to be a foot? Can you imagine how, what will happen that my eye will be looking down in the dirt? Amen. Why I'm trying to walk. I mean, I will, I will, I will not be able to do anything. Amen. Or my foot began said, I'm tired of being a foot. I want to be a hand. Can you imagine how would I walk? Amen. And so that's sometimes it, it, we think, take for granted those things, but it sounds foolish. Amen. Because even the body is made to function. If one member of the body is hurting, every member is hurting. But every part, the Bible tells us in 1 Corinthians chapter 12, every part is important. And because every part is important, even God has made the part that seemingly seems less important to, be, to have more honor. You can't see your heart. You can see your face. But your heart seems to have more honor because if your heart Stop beating. You're dead. Hello? Your face can be bruised, can be beaten, can be smacked. I remember if your heart is damaged, you're dead. Hello? And so it's very important for us to appreciate and so allow envy to come. And the Bible says, this is what the Bible says in First Samuel chapter 16, verse 14. The spirit of the Lord departed from Saul, and an evil spirit came upon him to trouble him. Saul allowed envy to cause the spirit to go. Say amen. Say ach. <laughs> amen. We need to be we need to protect our hearts. We need to guard our hearts. Last but not the least. David. Say David. Now we all know the story of David. The Bible tells us about David that David is um, God called him a man after his own heart. Amen. He called David he said I found a man after my own heart. Amen. So, but, but there was something about David. Amen. In the passage that we read earlier in Psalm 51 we, you know the life of David and, and if you, if sometimes when you read the story of David and you read the story of Saul you find out why is it that, that, that Saul uh, uh, what Saul did God judged it severely and what David did it seems as if God did not judge it severely. Amen. There, there is a, a contrast between Saul and David. Amen. And, and we need to understand it because sometimes we, 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 we get carried away concerning things that seemingly uh, um, on the surface and we don't know the depths of it. You see, I believe that God judges the heart more or quicker than the flesh. 
Okay, because the heart, Jesus said, out of the heart comes every evil thing. Amen. And the Bible tells us in Jeremiah that the heart is desperately wicked. Amen. But your heart, you need to make sure that you cultivate and you, and you protect your heart. Amen. Saul had uh, 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 um, his heart. He was always finding excuses instead of taking responsibility. You find out in the life of Saul over and over, every time Saul, the prophet Samuel came to Saul and told Saul about his sin, Saul will always find an excuse. But David, David accepted his sin and prayed for forgiveness. That's the difference. Amen. Saul found an excuse and blamed other people for his problem. David accepted his problem and ask God to forgive him. And that's what made David a man after God's heart. That's what that's the, the Bible tells us in this passage in Psalm 51. Amen. Uh, um, David said to, to God in Psalm 51, this is the, this Psalm is his repentance concerning um, after he, he had uh, uh, had an adulterous relationship with Bathsheba and then scheme to kill her husband in order to take her. The Bible says in verse 10, David said, Cleanse me, I mean, create in me a clean heart, O God, and renew a right, a right spirit or a steadfast spirit within me. Cast me not away from your presence, and take not your Holy Spirit from me. You see, David knew that God had taken his spirit from Samson, because of disobedience. David knew that God had taken his spirit from Saul because of disobedience. And David now was praying to God and asking God to forgive his sin and to cleanse him and watch him and praying that God would not take the Holy Spirit from him. He would value the presence and the power of the Holy Spirit. You see, the Holy Spirit makes us to live holy lives. Amen. And we need to be careful how we treat him. Because the Bible tells us in Thessalonians that the Holy Spirit can be quenched. We can grieve him. We can, we can, we can shun the Spirit of God. Amen. And we need to be careful. David pray, God forgive me. God block out my iniquities. God um, don't look at my sin but cleanse me. Now, David was asking God to take not the Holy Spirit from him. Now, you say today, can we pray that prayer sincerely since we're under the covenant? I don't believe so. The reason is that the Holy Spirit comes to dwell and abide. Amen. The Holy Spirit is not just hanging around. He's not just visiting. Amen. He's here to live. Amen. But the important thing about it is that we need not to take for granted the anointing of God upon our lives. David valued the presence and the power of the Holy Spirit so much that he asked God, even in the Old Covenant, Lord, Lord, please do not take your presence from me. Don't hide your presence from me and do not take the Holy Spirit from me. David knew and he went through a time of repentance. And the Bible tells us that God forgave him his sin. Because if you read in 1 Samuel, uh, when day after David was approached by Nathan, the Bible says he fasted. God said to him, because you have done this, I will expose you. 
Amen. I will expose all of your sin. I will, I will, you, you did this in the secret, but I, when I do mine, I will do it in the opening. And we saw all the different things that David went through. But David's heart was, God, please forgive me of my iniquity and don't look at me. Don't um, deliver me from bloodshed. Amen. David cried out to God and God forgave him. Amen. The presence of the Holy Spirit will force us to live. If we value the presence of the Holy Spirit in our lives, we'll live for God. We'll try to live holy because He convicts us of sin, of righteousness, and of judgment. Amen? And we'll try as much as possible. David pursued God. He asked God to cleanse him. He said, uh, 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 Lord, uh, uh, have mercy on me according to Thank you for spending this time with us. We do not like to end our broadcast without giving you the opportunity to make Jesus the Lord of your life. The Bible says, Whosoever shall call upon the name of the Lord shall be saved. Friends, if you want to accept Jesus as your Lord and Savior, please pray this prayer after me. Say, Lord Jesus, I am a sinner. Forgive me of my sins. I accept you as my Lord and Savior. Friends, we are excited that you have accepted Jesus as your Lord and Savior. We would like to send you some free materials to help you grow in your Christian faith. This has been a presentation of Transforming Lives, a media ministry of Harvest Intercontinental Church, Virginia. Please join us at one of our services on Sunday at 11 a.m. Contemporary Worship, Wednesday at 8 p.m. Bible Study, and Friday at 8 p.m. Intercessory Prayer. For more information about Harvest Intercontinental Church, Virginia, and how you can partner with us, please visit our website at harvestersvirginia.com or email us at admin at harvestersvirginia.com. Mm-hmm.